You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Fornication will no longer be illegal in Utah. A billionaire trader dies during a penis enlargement surgery, and scientists have captured bacteria that eats pollution and breathes electricity. Isn't that amazing? These are the weird stories for Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only weird news podcast that comes out five days a week. Isn't that pretty cool? I think. Scientists capture some bacteria that eat pollution and breathe electricity. Isn't that amazing? Finally, science is saving the world here instead of trying to figure out what kind of music a caterpillar likes. (laughs) So the bacteria here, they've discovered in what's known as an alkaline hot spring. And the microbes within this bacteria may hold the key to solving the problems of pollution and energy demand that plague us today, which is what science should be doing instead of trying to figure out whether or not sharks enjoy M&Ms or Skittles. Uh, eating pollution, imagine, eating pollution. That's exactly what we need to save us, right? Would you agree? These specific microorganisms can literally eat pollution. So you should be very happy to hear that. I am extremely happy to hear this. Now, how does this work, eating pollution? They do this by turning toxic pollutants into less harmful substances and generating electricity in the process. So they turn pollution into less harmful substances and generate electricity by doing this. Uh, unbelievable. This is, this is a miracle bacteria. Here's a quote from one of the scientists. As these bacteria pass their electrons into metals or other solid surfaces, they can produce a stream of electricity that can be used for low-power applications. Collecting these microbes was no easy task. Okay. They had to go into one of these um, extremely drastic environments. You know, alkaline, hot springs. Have you seen these? If you fall in them, you just you just melt to death. So maybe it's not so easy to get this stuff to save the world, but we got to figure out a way to do it. That's just my opinion. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a microbiologist, but... <laughs> these are geothermal hot springs, basically. And it's, uh, it becomes difficult. But this, is, this kind of bacteria is heat-loving bacteria, and that's their natural environment. Now, this isn't the first time scientists have used bacteria to generate energy. Other experiments have seen bacteria combined with sewage to produce electricity, while others have resulted in microbes that can create energy-packed rings. Could the key to solving both our energy and pollution crisis truly lie in these microorganisms Time will tell. Well, if they have these other ones, if this isn't the first time they've had bacteria that produces energy and removes pollution, what what, what did they do with the last one they discovered? Why aren't they using it? Why isn't this taken and used in the real world application today? I don't understand. Too expensive? Science doesn't have the money for that. They're too busy. No, no, they're too busy. They got to find out, you know, if butterflies enjoy... Uh, the movie Pulp Fiction. (laughs) (laughs) A billionaire diamond trader dies during a penis enlargement surgery. I want to give a shout-out to Augustine Bolat and Matt Emery for sending me this weird-ass article. A billionaire diamond trader has died after suffering a heart attack during a penis enlargement operation in Paris. Is that where they do them, in Paris? Just wondering. You know. Who knows? Maybe I want to enlarge my penis someday. I mean, I don't think I have the money for this kind of thing. Obviously, you need to be a billionaire diamond trader to get this done. <laughs> Although, 
Uh, although it didn't really work in this case. Ehud Ari, mm, can't say the name. Ehud Ari, mm, take three. Ehud Ari Laniado, age 65. That's a little late in life to get a penis enlargement surgery. His whole life saving up for this. It's like, I need to make billions. Why? Well, I want to get a bigger schlong. <laughs> but now you're in your 60s. How, I mean, how often are you using this thing? Like, who cares? I'm not saying old people aren't getting it on. I'm just saying, like, at, at 65, we, if we don't like you for you at that point, like, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> you're 65. Just, like, just stop trying already. Is this what I'm looking for? And I'm going to be 65 and still be vain? <laughs> I'm hoping at age 65, I don't care this about the size of my penis. I don't care. I'm not even going to wear deodorant at 65. Why Why would I? I'm 65. What do I give a damn what I look or smell like? <laughs> Anyways, Ehud is his name, and he was, I think I've said it right. I'm, I'm, I apologize to the family of the victim if I don't, <laughs> if I don't say it right. He was at an un- unidentified private clinic on the Avenue des Champs-Élysées. I didn't say that right either. We should probably get a professional to do this shit. Anyways, in Paris on Saturday, when complications during penis surgery proved fatal, the experienced diamond expert's heart attack happened when a substance was injected into his penis. Mr. Leniato's company Omega Diamonds, which is based in the Belgium city of Antwerp, confirmed his passing away. A statement from the firm said, Farewell to a visionary businessman. It is with great sadness that we confirm that our founder has passed away. But they don't mention the penis? How do you not mention this? This is... It's the elephant in the room, man! A friend of this guy, who wished to remain anonymous, said he was always focused on his appearance and how others perceived him. Clearly! Didn't say anything about the penis, though. According to Mr. Laniato's friends, he was vain, apparently. The only time he forgot about his lack of height was when he asked, asked his accountant to read out his bank statement, something which he did multiple times a day. Oh, this guy had all the money in the world, but he was short and had a small penis and hated life. Just tells you right here, money doesn't make you happy. It's a great lesson. This is one of the best lessons I've ever seen. Guy is has all the money in the world. Basically, still not good enough. Tries to embellish his member. Even at the age of 65, he's still not over it. And it and it doesn't go right. What do we do about this? What does this say? First of all, if you're over, I don't know what age, what, what age can we agree is the age to stop caring about the size of your penis? I mean, that's really what the, that's something I'm concerned with here about this guy. Just too much, too much concern with the penis size. You're 65, who cares? You should be concerned, like, that pretty soon you're going to be wearing a diaper. And that's that should be much more of a concern. Stop that from happening before you enlarge your penis. <laughs> right? Because, look at if you got a big penis, if, you, if you're still crapping your pants, who's going to sleep with you anyways? Like, there are other concerns. Is <laughs> my... I'm sorry for those of you who wear diapers out there. It's it's a thing. I know. I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, who knew that getting a penis enlargement operation is so dangerous? What was that injection? The article doesn't say. What are they injecting into your penis that gives someone a heart attack? 
What could this be? Anybody out there know anything about this? Doctors, penile doctors. Reach out to Weird AF News. we got to get to the bottom of this. I want to know what happens in the penile enlargement surgery. What kind of chemicals are they giving you? How dangerous is this operation? We got the breast enlargement surgeries down pretty much, right? No one's really dying of those things. But I, I, don't, I know very little about the penis enlargement surgery. I've never looked into it. Never had to. <laughs> Lucky me. Yay! This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, we have good news up in Utah where fornication will no longer be considered illegal. Yay! Way to go, Utah! Way to get with the 21st century. <laughs> Dummies. The Utah State Legislature is making sex outside of marriage legal. Wow. Finally. A hundred years too late. <laughs> Probably more than that. It should have never been illegal. In the bill, cleaning up Utah's criminal code. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys need to really clean up that criminal code up there. I can, I can imagine what else is on there. In Utah. It's probably, it's probably jail time if you give someone the middle finger. Like, this is just crazy up there in Utah. Outrageous, Utah. Can't drink a beer, like, anywhere. Stupid. Lawmakers repealed the misdemeanor crime of fornication. Ooh, yeah. The House passed it. On a 41 to 32 vote. <laughs> that means there's 32 people who are like, nah, we should keep this shit illegal. <laughs> that means there's 32 people... In the house in Utah who still think fornication should be illegal. Sex outside of marriage should be illegal. They think that still, these people. Oh, my goodness. You should let all those people that voted against that, like, you should just, they should just be fired. I mean, how do you, how do you keep your job? This is the problem with these, these politicians that are in, you know, they're in these houses in these places. They get to, don't they get to keep their position until they're dead? Like, this is stupid. This is why you get 32 people on a, on a Senate House committee who vote that you should still not be allowed to have sex outside of marriage. I mean, who are these people 117 years old? Just round them up and push them into the river. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so stupid. Hmm. Now it's apparently going to the governor for his signature. The governor of Utah, his name is Gary Herbert. That sounds like the perfect governor of Utah. That is the whitest guy, right? I don't, even, I don't know what he looks like. Hey, I'm Gary Herbert. I'm the governor of Utah. And I don't know. I don't, I don't think public kissing should be a thing. The legislature previously passed a bill removing adultery and sodomy among consenting adults as crimes in Utah. Court rulings have found the laws are unenforceable and it was time to remove them from the books. Hell yeah. Here's a quote from a rep. What is, what is legally is often far below what is morally right. And I recognize our laws are not strong enough to rule a immoral people. Does that mean this guy's against it? <laughs> immoral. You know what you can do with your morals? How about you get them the, the hell out of my politics and my laws? How about that? You do what you... Oh, you got morals? Yeah. Keep them out of my life. All right? Because I have my own morals, and I don't, I don't need them to be passed down by some old white dude. 
<laughs> no thank you. <laughs> Get out of town. Well, good. All right, everybody in Utah now can have sex. Well, I mean, we were, they were probably having sex anyways without the fear of being arrested outside of marriage. But now you can do it. Now it's on the books. Now it's like, hey, now let's do it. Let's do it in public now. <laughs> no, they'll definitely throw you in jail if you... Um, well, probably if you hold hands in public in Utah is what, is what I'm guessing. <laughs> if you hold hands and drink a beer, you definitely go to jail in Utah. Can anyone confirm? Anybody? Thank you for listening to Weird AF News. I appreciate this. You can always call the show if you feel like it. The number is 646-450-2012. Also, there's an email directly to me, Jonesy. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. Use it. Use it wisely. You can also DM me at various places. Oh, yeah. Slide into my DMs, baby. It's at Funny Jones on Instagram, at Funny Jones on the Twitter. You can also find me on the Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Why am I talking like this? I have no idea. I also want to remind you that you can support Weird AF News by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where you get to support the show on a different kind of level. You can give Jonesy a couple bucks a month and get access to certain additional pieces of media, such as yesterday's interview that I released, Jonesy's interview with a professional cuddler, (laughs) and it was lovely. (laughs) And then I got cuddled, which is nice. They're good. They're very good at it. That's only on the Patreon, people. I'm going to be releasing a bonus episode very shortly. I'm going to do a twist on this bonus episode. Instead of me doing a whole you know, over an hour of stories from the previous month that I never got to, I'm going to not do it alone. I'm going to do it with another comedian. So you're going to get two people making fun of some of the stories that I didn't get to last month. That's going to be the bonus episode for this month, March. Uh, So yeah, join the Patreon for this additional media. And also, don't forget, stay classy, baby. Just wanted to stop by and say I enjoy listening to your podcast, man. Keep up the good work. Jonesy, this is Professor from Aftertech, and I just want to say how they do, but also, we got to imagine a future where all these children that have been accosted by slices of cheese, what will that really mean? Will that be a future of, of cheese-hating children? I mean, some of the babies seemed, you know, amused by it, but what if there's some real abuse going on with this cheese? Are we looking for a, a anti-lactose future? I'm not very sure, but somebody should call PETA on this. I mean, I understand how we can't uh, do anything bad to animals, but we can throw cheese at babies. I don't know. It's just it's very weird, very odd.